0: Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour.
1: Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. I've got my husband here, Dakota.
0: Hey guys.
1: So, we're going to be doing things a little bit different this week. Essentially, we both watched the Kenobi finale separately we both did a voice memo with our own first reactions and now we're watching it together so how this week's podcast is gonna work we're gonna put this intro in we're gonna do both of our reactions and then as we're watching it together we're going to record our thoughts as it's going along yeah
0: and we'll condense it down so you're not having to listen to the whole episode like this but you get to hear our points on this and
1: Yeah, I think it's a cool way to do the episode. So we hope you enjoy this new way of doing the podcast. Here is my first reaction to the season finale of Kenobi. I literally have to go back into work in a few minutes. Wow. All I have to say, first reaction, oh my god. Like, that is what I kept saying, like, throughout this episode. This episode gave us so much. I have to say, it got me in my feelings. When Kenobi walked away from Vader He probably walked away thinking he was leaving him for dead once again, and unbeknownst to him, he's alive. I guess that'll be up for debate on whether Kenobi really thought that he had killed him or not. Wow, they packed so much into this episode, and... I think they also did a really good job on explaining why in A New Hope, Leia, when she sends her message for Obi Wan, why she did not mention any of this because she said to him, because Kenobi said to her, "We have to keep it a secret, essentially, to protect ourselves." So I think they wrapped that up really well. I know Dakota have thought maybe they memory wiped her. The one thing I am so sad about is the fact that we did not see Natalie Portman. I was so hoping that we would, but it's okay because we finally got Qui-Gon Jinn, okay? They alluded to this, like, all season, and then at the beginning of the show, we hear Kenobi, like, reaching out to him at the beginning of this episode and I thought we were going to see him then and then we didn't and we get him in the last few seconds of the show and then we also hear Anakin refer to Kenobi as master so even though he says that Anakin killed or Vader killed Anakin and Anakin isn't gone to me there's still that Anakin somewhere like in him And, like, my first thought, it almost seemed as Kenobi got stronger, Vader was starting to get weaker. I feel like we see Vader at his strongest here. And in this episode, as they were fighting, like, he did really good at the beginning. And as Kenobi is almost taking in, like, the full force of his powers, he is getting stronger. He is starting to win. In my opinion, he does win this final battle. Wow. So many feelings. Oh my goodness. I wish I could just keep sitting here and talking about it. But unfortunately, I have to go into work. I have to go back to work. So I'm going to get Dakota to record his first thoughts. Unfortunately, we couldn't watch it together. We both had to watch it separately because just our day is so crazy. But we're each going to record our first thoughts, and then we'll do a little bit together. But wow, I cannot wait to break this episode down and to just explore more and, like, look at this series as a whole. I think this last episode was amazing. So, that's it for now, guys. Bye.
0: Hi there, everybody. My name is Dakota, and I am shooting a just a quick few-minute video, or <laughs> a quick... Uh, Quick few minute memo here of what has happened in the season finale of Kenobi and how I'm feeling about it. So, we finally get the fight that we've been waiting for. We get we get a true Kenobi-Invader battle. So I, I loved it. Every second of it I loved. I, I wish they had done something different than the busted helmet trope. From rebels, but I'm still loving it. I love the context behind it. Just, just phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. So, going from there, I I was kind of hoping we would see more, something to do more with the Grand Inquisitor, just with how much he was, you know, just how much he was shown in trailer footage. Stuff like that. Uh, we, of course, Rava is coming to find Owen, and thus trying to find. He's re, she's really trying to find Luke, but she's trying to find Owen first. Which love the fact that you know Owen and Aunt Baru is guns blazing, lock and loaded. Let's we'll take this girl on ourselves. So that I love that. I love that it shows that. That Owen, how much Owen does care for Luke, even though in comics and some other stuff doesn't really show that Owen ever really cared for Luke. Um, so I'm happy about that. I really, I really enjoy the fact that they, they finally put an answer with that and that, that Luke was loved at the end of the day. Uh, Leia, of course, gets to go back to Bail. And his wife. And we get to see all. We get to see the her final re- reunion with Kenobi. And she doesn't get any memory wipe or anything like that. So not a huge complaint on it. I do think it opens up a couple loopholes. Coming into the original trilogy. But that's fine. At the end of the day these movies were made a long time ago. I, uh, I'm happy about it. And then we get the. The you know, the nicest slice of cake ever. We get to see Qui-Gon Jinn in spirit form. And I like how he looks, or he says to Kenobi, it took you long enough. It, as we see in this whole series, Kenobi is constantly trying to reach out to him. So I, I'm super happy. I, this This series was not perfect by any means, but the season finale did a really good job of tidying up this this series. Um, I don't know if they're planning on doing a a second season. I know that's the rumor uh, that they're wanting to bring a second season a part of this, or they're wanting to do a spin off with Rava. I I like how they left it right now. I I would be completely fine if they left Kenobi's story here for a while. I know we're going to see him in Andor, and we're going to get a little bit added on there. But I think as far as the Kenobi series, I think Kenobi is tied up, and I think they they did a okay job of telling just a little bit of this story here. So, final thoughts on the season finale was awesome. It, it lived up to what I was needing it to be to kind of redeem the series for me, so... I'm very happy about it, because at the end of the day, this series, what I needed from this series was Kenobi and Vader, and I needed that, and I got it in this episode. So, I hope everybody else loved it. If you haven't watched it yet, go see it. Destiny's gonna plug her thoughts in on her own, and then we will hopefully be able to do a full episode uh, tomorrow on this, and and break it down we just got a super busy schedule today so not our not everything lines up so hope everybody enjoys it bye
1: so just a few minutes into the episode our first thoughts is why in the world is Rava drawing attention to herself while looking for owen
0: and like just so aggressively just trying to bully people around like just calm down just go do what you're wanting to do you know
1: yeah so and also what's up with a kitchen sink in the intro
0: i mean it's been there the whole series but yeah yeah what
1: what what is it we need other people's thoughts
0: so we're on the ship escaping right now i'm pretty sure the planet that the planet that the guy is saying that when he's trying he's saying that the hyperdrive will once it comes online it's going to take him to this planet tessie i think is what he says uh i'm pretty sure this planet doesn't exist like i think he's lying to everybody at this point because i've never heard this planet before and i i haven't seen anything prove that it's an actual pre-existing planet in star wars and then it it also benefits the way that Kenobi looks at him afterwards. Like, he's like, like, you're obviously lying.
1: One thing I noticed about this show is that unlike all the other kind of Star Wars movie shows, etc. that we've gotten. Or, I guess movies. Because this is, Well, yeah. They have not taken the time to tell us what planets they're on. You know, usually when they're going to a new planet, they'll put it. Kind yeah, of it's in.
0: not like Rogue One, and like, and they did it a little bit in the sequels, but Rogue One, like every time. You know time what they, I'm talking yeah. about? They
1: didn't do it in this show, so I think that's interesting. Is it on purpose, or what is the deal behind it? Are they kind of? waiting
0: to see I mean I, th- I mean I know Disney's trying to build their canon they're building their world so yes
1: so maybe they're waiting to decide what planet they want certain things to be on
0: yeah they'll, they'll, they'll tell us what it is when it's convenient for them
1: so it seems like it's common knowledge that Luke is Owen and his wife's nephew yes what was the kind of story that they told people where he came from like what happened to his brother? What did they tell people? I don't
0: think they really talked about it, Amy. Uh, just to keep from drawing any more attention than there than needed to be. So I think, I think yeah, everybody knew that he was not their kid, but they took him in. Because uh, we have to remember, Tatooine is still it's in Hut control. It's a crime planet. It's, you know, so, so people, you know, coming up missing or dying is in uncommon so I do want to point out one thing so we get to see that Aunt Beru blames Owen for Ben not being around that for Kenobi being off world right now so it lets us know that she doesn't have a problem with Kenobi she's fine with it so she's fine with not only Luke being around she's fine with Kenobi also being there to not only protect him but protect them uh, I do like the fact that she also has a shotgun tucked away behind a flower pot, but <laughs> I, I just think that's a a cool little add there. That
1: maybe she grew up in Alabama.
0: Well, I think the I think we're seeing like almost like a masculinity uh, masculine thing with Owen that he feels he feels threatened or inferior with a Jedi floating around trying to take care of his nephew.
1: Kind of one complaint that I have is the first time that I watched this episode it was in my car on my lunch at work and I had the air on and I thought I was struggling to hear it because of just the elements, but I'm seeing watching it on my TV that there are parts that are still really quiet.
0: Yeah, they they take some of the whispering scenes very seriously to the point yeah. where the audience has trouble hearing them. Alright, so we just landed on... I think it, right now it's just being called the Barren Moon. I don't think it has any name. But Vader has just landed. And I love the scenery of him walking off a ship toward Kenobi and... The way his ship is positioned is in the set up like a fork, like or a Triton. How like it? It's set up like he's clearly fixing to go to war.
1: You know what I thought it was? Hmm. I kind of thought this planet was Tatooine, <laughs> and you say, listen, and you saying that it looks like his ship is in like the shape of a a fork or a uh,
0: uh scepter.
1: Or a trident, yeah, trident, aka Aquaman, aka <laughs> you know, because ruler of the ocean, aka Tatooine used to be oceans.
0: That's such a far it has been ocean <laughs> so so what's he been doing flopping around?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying maybe it's a symbolism.
0: Well, we're fixing to get into the fight here, so.
1: I have to say, I think this fight between Vader and Kenobi definitely mimics the one that we saw in the last episode on, what was that planet they were on in the flashback?
0: Oh, uh, when they were training? Yes. Yeah, uh, Corsant.
1: Yeah. Does it not remind you of that?
0: It reminds me a lot of actually, so, stair step, it reminds me of a lot of the mustafar battle but if you look at the flashback battle or the training essentially they're doing all the same tricks Mm -hmm. and stunts they do in the mustafar battle so i we've already gotten a couple references to the mustafar battle with uh i'll do what i must so i i'm loving it i'm loving the references i like it uh, only thing that could have made it better is if they went back to Mustafar and fought. I just want to point something out, you know, little flaw in this. But when Rava comes into the Lars homestead and it's jumping back and forth, showing everybody hiding. When it does the the wide shot, Owen by no means is hiding. Dude is standing on the stairs with the gun. I don't know how Rava didn't see him. That's her own fault. But he's just standing there with the gun, not even trying to hide, even though it like directly showed him. so like I'm just curious on that. But that's all I gotta say on that part.
1: Going back to the symbolism, I think it's really cool here in the fight how we're seeing both Kenobi's and Vader's lightsaber reflecting in Vader's helmet.
0: Yeah, it's really showing the conflict that's that's really brewing inside of Anakin slash Vader at the moment. Mm-hmm. Because we gotta remember, even though, you know, the Vader part's what's wanting, it, where all the hate for Kenobi is, but it's Anakin that's the one that's hunting him down. And we see yeah. that later in the, in the show. So.
1: I just have so many feelings when Vader goes... You didn't think you could beat me. You
0: didn't think you could really defeat me, Master. Master.
1: When he calls him Master, I'm like, that's Anakin.
0: Yeah.
1: 100% that's Anakin being... That's arrogant Anakin.
0: That's also a call for new hope. um, Because he... Anakin still does see him as the Master. Because Kenobi is a Master. He is a Master Jedi.
1: But it just kind of speaks to... The maybe conflict in Anakin. And the light side. He's not totally. Because he's still seeing Kenobi as his master.
0: It, which it calls to it later. But this this him calling him master. Kind of goes back to Kenobi. Also call referring to Vader as Darth. And not Darth Vader.
1: I do have to say. When Kenobi. Pushes Vader back. And then starts pelting him with the rocks. It's almost like. Pennies hitting him. It's not really hurting him.
0: Well, and you also, so I look at it from two ways. I look at it from the point of view that Kenobi's not trying to kill him in this. He's just trying to essentially distract him. But also too, we we gotta remember Vader is like seventy five percent robot, so he doesn't really feel most of this unless it's hitting him in the chest.
1: And see, I took it as like. Maybe Kenobi is trying to kill him at this point. Because he sees kind of the bad that he's doing.
0: I think he's... I Like, me personally, I feel like he's using the rocks as a distraction. Because he starts walking up toward him, And I think he's using that to, to just, like, get inside Vader's head. That Kenobi is still the master.
1: I like how when Kenobi and Vader are here... Talking, and we're getting the really heavily different colors on Vader and Anakin to kind of symbolize who is talking. That we are getting these little shimmers of red on Kenobi.
0: Yeah, because you got to think about it, at this point, Kenobi's still debating whether he's going to kill him or not. In this point. Mm-hmm.
1: In time. So if you've stuck around this long, thank you so much. I know that this episode was totally different. I know that this episode was shorter, but I promise next week we will be back with our regular hour-long episodes. We just wanted to get our final thoughts in there of Kenobi, and I'm sure that we'll have more to say come next week. But thank you so much for all of the support. We are just loving doing this podcast so much and we just look forward to continuing to make content and sharing our favorite nerd things and we are looking forward to taking another direction and kind of getting away from star wars and marvel for a little bit because we do have thor love and thunder coming out but we're gonna start exploring exploring like gravity falls rick and morty I'm trying to think, there was another, Harry Potter, so just stay tuned for all of the new things that we have coming.